This episode of Champ and the Tramp is brought to you by Bubba Coos Burritos. It is my go-to spot. I go there all the time. I bang in there on lunch sometimes when I'm working. Sometimes I pick up an order for the whole family. Last time I went in, I got the chicken queso curly fries. Damn, hit so good. Bubba Coos, get there today. Boom. Real show, here we go. Real show, here we go. You know that it's gotta be that time, so this is what we chant. What keeps on getting them all amped in advance? Come on. You and I rocking out with Iron Man FE. You get the general's point of view on top of Roger's rants. Whenever tapping out, we're putting the most minutes in. You already know what that's about. You know that win is win. Crush whatever's on task. Check the podcast. It's the champ and the tramp. Let the ball blast. All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Champ and the Trap. We got a special guest, my man Ali Abdelaziz. I've been with Ali as a manager probably since 2011. Um, uh, been friends with him since what 2008. This dude is a special individual. Has probably the most successful management company in the game right now. A dear friend of mine, more than a friend, more like family. Uh, he's guided my career tremendously, and many, many others. And I'm happy to have him here. I hope he stirs up some controversy because that's what he's good at doing. My man, Ali Abdelaziz. What's up, brother? How are you? I'm good, man. What's up, Roger? Uh, What's up, bro? It's an honor, man. I just want to say thank you, Frankie. Uh, Frankie is the first guy. Him and him, of course, put me on the map. You know, I was... uh, I was couldn't even speak English as good. And this this man just uh, gave me an opportunity to help him out. And now, without him, I wouldn't be here today, and I'm always going to be grateful for this man right here. And your English still ain't that great, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I agree with you. I have to agree with you. So tell us, all right, let's get right to the dirt, bro. Let's get right to the dirt. <laughs> Roger brought it up. It brought it to my attention. You smacked Dylan Danis, didn't you? I never admitted it at many you, interviews, but you know. Uh, <laughs> UFC 268. You know, listen, I, <laughs> listen, I you know uh, <clears throat> this uh, this clown. You know, he's he's. I, I never really met him. Never had a problem with him. But you know, he, he created this Khabib saga, and uh, he always kind of have beef with Hanzo guys. You know, and you know, even Hanzo guys, some of these guys I'm not very close with. Like, you know, they we have we like brother Hanzo Gracie brothers. You know. And, uh, and he always like making fun at, at me, Khabib. If you look on his Twitter, I got my pictures, uh, picture of me and Tyrone Spong and he had my back and he said, that's how Ali get paid, you know, by somebody like very much like effing me, you know, from the back. Can I cuss here? Yeah, sure. well, well, come on, come on. Yeah, 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 whatever. And, uh, and I was like, and this guy, I see him how he's talking to Bisbing, talking to like John Jones, talking to all these guys. And he's a cloud chaser, you know? And, you know, um, and I'll be honest with you, like with Camaro backstage, uh, he won a great fight with Kobe Covington. And um, we went back chilling. And I was on the phone. And, um, and this dude, somehow, he found himself to the back. And later, I find out, actually, Alan Dennis got some uh, wristband of somebody to be able to go to the back. I mean, his buddy. And they're not supposed to be there. And he very much, you know, uh, he walked him and his buddy, like, all chest out. And I'm on the phone, and I see this dude, right? And, um, and there was a lot of people around. I was like, okay. And he's, you know, he stopped. And he looked at me, 
And like he like, you know how somebody look at you and he like puff his chest out and it's just, it's just gonna, you know, you talk all the stuff about me and my brothers, you know, uh, and you're gonna even, what are you doing in the back? You know what I'm saying? And he's very much all night was, I remember he was talking to Bisbee, talking, filming him, calling him a bitch, all this kind of stuff. And, um, and he just, uh, he, he stepped in my fire zone, you know, and, uh, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to sound like a tough guy, but, you know, I come from a place like if somebody come to you this close and you have to be in a fire zone, I'm going to fire first. And, um, and, you know, I fire at him. <clears throat> I didn't punch him or nothing, you know, he get the bitch treatment, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, um, and, uh, well, you and, smacked you know, him in his mouth. I, don't, I, I respect you. If I respect you, you know, I'm, I'm a puncher, but I don't respect this guy. And uh, anyway, whatever happened, happened. I don't want to <laughs> incriminate myself here. <laughs> you know, you know, he, he this past he summer. Fell over. But you know, this past summer, he got beat up by some bouncer in Seaside. And thrown in jail. Or, or not beat up, not beat know, up, but like yeah. choked out, right? Got choked out by some bouncer in Seaside. Yeah, I saw that. I saw, I saw that. that. I saw fun. it online and it was all over the place. The reason I didn't talk, it wasn't all over the place because I didn't talk about it. And this is the first time I'm talking about it. And I, Boom, here I we clapped go. It's going to be a clip you know, on TMZ. Yeah. <laughs> I clapped him. You know, clapped him. He clapped him. <laughs> and after that, like, it was too many people inside. You know, there's too many people inside. And I was like, you know, I went to dark a little bit. Um, everybody jumped in, you know, <clears throat> saved him, to be honest with you, because... But they're pulling you off him? Yeah, like, you know, pulling me off him. And after that, Francis Ngannos, but he's like, what are you... Why are you doing this kind of stuff all the time? I say, hey man, leave me, leave me alone. Like, <laughs> and I, it was like, it was like, it was even some of the media. I don't want to mention the name. Said so we thought, we thought like some exploded, you know. Um, <laughs> you know, it was, it was just um, he got media face, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I, but you know, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm not proud. I'm gonna hit somebody or punch somebody. But at the end of the day, these dudes, I heard him saying an interview. I saw him in New York. And I hid behind Kamara Usman, you know. Uh, oh, so this this what he uh, said he, happened. This is what he said happened before that. He was saying stuff about me. Uh, before this had altercation. Call me a rat. Call me a terrorist. Call me all this stuff. Call like, you Iraq. You know what I'm saying? No, a rat. <laughs> he, whatever, he, like a rat. Like I yeah. call me a rat. Oh, a rat. Like, a rat. Called you a country. And if I and if I let him slide. He was probably gonna say he saw me. He looked the other way. He did all the stuff. Yep. But you know, but I, you know, no, in the real world, I wanna, you know, now he got you know what he deserved. You know. He didn't say um, nothing. Have you heard anything he, after since? He didn't say anything. He didn't even mention my name. The only thing I heard about Connor tweeted me out. He erased it, of course, but it's online. He said. Um, Oh, we got you now, buddy. We're gonna put you in jail. We're gonna deport you because I, you know, I I got his boy, right? But in reality, you know, if Connor was there too, he was gonna get the same treatment. Dana know, everybody know. If every, <clears throat> I see everybody say on site and all this bullshit. Dale and Dan has been talking to everybody for years. Nobody ever did nothing to him mm -hmm. in the MMA community. Kobe Covington been talking with years. I'm the only guy catch him too. Mm -hmm. no? I was just going to say on. that but in a way but in a way it's not but I'm talking about I think these people should be 
hold accountable for what they said, especially they talk about being a terrorist. You know, I got kids. Yeah. My kids are going to listen to all these scumbags talking about me, but also my kids are going to say, okay, my daddy did something about it. Maybe my, you know, my wife and stuff, she doesn't like this kind of stuff, but I, I, I think as a man, I have to do that, you know? But now I'm smart enough. Now I have Patrick, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, just with me. Well, it was just, two just, months ago. Now. I don't <laughs> it was two months ago. <laughs> you saw the lights. And so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I'm talking about like, it's, it's, uh, it's just all these guys, they, they talk about people. It's like, like this guy, Kobe Covey, talk about Kamara's parents being in jail and yeah, man. bad I, things I about him. That, for me, I can not cross what, that line. How much of that? Guy, and this one too, like... <clears throat> Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, how much of that, Ali, do you think is just clout chasing? Because obviously there are consequences to be had. I mean, people can get slapped. You've done it, you know, with Colby. You know, you you, you did it with Dylan. Um, and and not only that, I, I think you're the guys that you have under you, your fighters, they got to feel good that their manager not only has their back, but he, you, you used to be a fighter. I mean, you fought too. I mean, that you know, I wouldn't say that that is the uh, typical manager that that steps up for their guys and actually gets into physical altercations with shit talkers. But do you think those guys that do that, the, the Colby Coven is do you think that's just for clout? Do they, do, do you think that they expect there to be ramifications, you know, like physical ramifications? Cause the fighters can't really fight each other. Right. They're, they would probably get a ban or something. You can, <laughs> they can't ban you. You're not a fighter. It's not about being a fighter. It's not about being about just a man. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I, how right. are you going to, you know, but I just, I can't like, I can't, I just can't have somebody talk about me or my family or my kids or my sure. parents and let them just off the hook, you know, um, you know, Kobe, I had to go to court, you know, and uh, it was other due to, I have to go to court two times and I, the kids got dismissed. It's, it was an answer. It was one manager, you know, and I had to go to court and I understand these guys talking all the stuff on Twitter and Instagram, how how bad they are and how gangs they are. But the first thing they're going to do, call the police, you know? Oh, I'll so. give it to Dylan Dennis. He did not call the police. That's the only thing I'll give it to him. But Kobe did and this other manager did, right? But now, I don't hold grudges. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, if he says something to me, I say something to who got into it, we'll move on. It's not like I hate Kobe or I hate these guys, but, you know, he's lucky. Dylan Dennis and these guys, Oh, that's they his lucky. Fault. They lucky um, they didn't got caught by Habib or his guys because they were really, these guys were really hurt. You know what I'm saying? Because right. this guy yeah. been talking about them for years. Oh, uh, yeah. Keep posting photos. Yeah, and they don't play. They don't know? play. That, that's and just a, go, Yeah, it's the unfortunate part. They go in part the back of, of 30. Yeah, yeah, they go yeah. In the back of 30. I know. Yeah. They don't <laughs> fuck around, but they're all deep. And they're really good people, but <laughs> can you imagine if Connor or or Khabib, or, or some of these guys, catch these guys, catch these guys, and, you know? You know, it was funny. We, it was me and Khabib, uh, Mike Hogan, Rizvan was having uh, lunch in LA in Beverly Hills, right? And we had this place called Catch. Soon we left, and we heard later, Connor came. Can you imagine if we coming out and Connor came, what would happen? You know what I'm saying? It would have been very, very ugly, right? Entertaining, it's, yeah, it's not entertaining, but it's just honestly, personally, I think this guy, Connor, whatever, I think he's one of the worst human beings you can ever meet. Talk about people's wife, parents, 
country. Yeah, I, I, the stuff he said with culture. Dustin too. Mm. I agree. Bro, but honestly too, like I don't know how Dustin doesn't show up at his house and do something. You know Dustin's trying not to Probably let him. the smartest thing. No, yeah, I think right. Dustin's trying to take the thing that... yeah, Dustin's just trying to take the, I... the road of saying like, you know, it doesn't bother me. He's trying to act like it don't bother him. That's what that's the road he's going, I feel like. I know this. Somebody talk about Renee, Frankie, Fire. First, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I didn't say I take the high road. I don't, I don't say shit, but there's some things that, you know, there's some principles. You have to have some principles, live by some principles. I definitely live by some Frankie, principles. I know, what, what? I know you for 15 years. Somebody says about your wife or your kids, yeah. I know you're not going to take no damn high road. Don't be lying. No, I'm, I'm not saying I would. I'm not saying I would. Fuck no. I don't think I could. I don't think I could. Shit. <laughs> I know you couldn't. I know yeah. you were this. Yeah. Yeah. Does that does that line keep getting pushed? Because I mean, shit talking's been around forever. Muhammad Ali was one of the greats. You know, he talked shit, but uh, he didn't he didn't really go in about people's families. He didn't. I don't know. I don't know. He said some wild shit too, though. He said some wild shit too, but, but but not but not about people's parents' religion. Yeah, but but he he was he saying like at, at the time at the time he was saying stuff about Joe Frazier, saying Joe Frazier was, was ugly. like well, not even ugly. He was like uh, he's Uncle Tom. Like that's Uncle like that's. Tom. But that's all personal that's to some, that individual. Yeah, no, but Uncle Tom is like that's like the rest of that's almost like especially back then where it was very uh you know still they didn't have civil, Listen, they didn't have civil rights Ali. back then. Right. Yeah, yeah, I know a little different. But that was Muhammad Ali, like Muhammad yeah. Ali, like you know these guys Kobe or, or no, Ma- they're they're, or, they're or, that's the they're yeah, they're, they're, they're yeah no. At he least, can back it up. You know what yeah, I'm saying? He can back it up. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I mean those guys are good too though. You can't street. take away from those guys are good too. I just think they're not. They're not really good with the gift of gab. I mean, Connor, no, Connor no, no, can no. be funny, but he's, he, he steps over the line. Frank, I, I, I'm going to disagree with you just to clear something up. Maybe this guy's a great competitor, but the street is different. Kobe Covert, he walked him in the street. He's going to be like, when I, when I got the beef with him, he put the phone out, start filming me. Yeah, yeah, you know no, I'm no, I'm not you saying know? that. Yeah, but, nah, for sure. He's nah, he ain't built for that. It's, I think the street have different rules, and, and I think... Most street guys, they're a lot more respectful and they know when to cross the limit and not to cross the limit. They, these guys, to me, they're just internet to roll. they cloud chasers. You know what you got you to do? You just got to carry a boomerang on you and just chuck a boomerang at it if it gives you any <laughs> shit. <It's you. laughs> Daddy tried press charges on for Doom, right? Hey, he did. He did. He pressed charges on for Doom too. Yeah. You know, listen, this do after the fight. He told Frank uh, Kamaru that was his business and tried to promote the fight. Ten minutes later, went to the press conference, said Kamaru's a cheating. He takes steroid. His brother, it's fine. He's like, he still talking shit. Yeah, I'm talking yeah, about yeah. you just have 25 minutes of a legendary moment with me. How, how are you going to go? To, he shook my hand. He said it was business. Ten minutes later, that what kind of guy he is. He's a bitch. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's, yeah, he's I mean, not he's a real worth, guy. Real guy's got to be worth more that. than money. Money can't be everything. It just you know? makes you question everything he says. Like, is I, his beef with Masvidal, is that real? Or is it just this act that he puts yeah, on? Yeah, okay. How about that? What do you think? Is their beef real? With Masvidal? I, I think it's beef is real. But I'm, I'm, you know, like, listen, this guy's supposed to be some gangsters and all this kind of stuff. This guy pushed a picture of Masvidal's wife. Even if you hate this guy, ex-wife. How are you gonna do that? I'm surprised. Wow. Wait, wait, Mom wait, wait. What happened? Whoa, whoa, say this again. What happened? Kobe Covington posted Masvidal ex-wife. ex-wife. He have children with. Take oh, a picture man. with her. Wow. And put that. He just did an interview though. Um, 
that I saw recently where he was talking about, um, you know, obviously his ex-wife and said uh, that he was going to win this one for her. I mean, it's just, he just crosses the line like crazy, you know? Yeah. Colby. Colby, I'm talking about, obviously. Talking about Masvidal's ex-wife, how they used to, right. he used to stay at Masvidal's yeah, house yeah. on the couch, but it wasn't Masvidal's. It was his ex-wife's couch. And uh, he's going to win this fight for her because oh, wow. she supported him. And it was, it was pretty nasty. You know, it's like next level shit. But in the way I'm talking about, people have to pay for things, things like that. You know, yeah, people have I to agree. pay for things like that. I'm, I'm surprised, like, like Masvidal's supposed to be like a street dude. And I, I don't know, maybe he's just, he's smart because they know they're going to fight, you know? And they know. Who do you listen, think wins I, that fight, Kobe or or, or Masvidal? The odds, the odds favorite say Kobe three to one. I, I, I don't really, really. I, I, I don't really care. But stylistically, you know, you have to give it to Kobe, an edge. But I think yeah. Masvidal can catch him too. You know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you have to give it to Kobe. I think Kobe won this fight, but I wouldn't be surprised if Masvidal knocked him out. Yeah, no, I agree. I think that's a good way to play it. I mean, Kobe yeah, has, good, has good condition, and he could. Volume, good takedown. He don't shoot. He don't use his wrestling now. Listen, Kobe is a competitor. He's not a fighter. Masvidal mm-hmm. is a fighter. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's it, yeah, Kobe. Yeah. You know how to compete. It's you know, he's yeah. mentally strong. He's always gonna be in the fight. You know, and honestly, like Masvidal, after what Kamaru did to him, I don't know how he's gonna be. It was bad, man. It was one of the worst knockouts ever seen in my life, mm-hmm. right? Because he he was. He was just, uh, he went silent, you know? Mm. And it can happen to the best. It can happen to everybody. I'm not talking anything bad about him or some, but sometimes you have to question yourself, you know? There is that theory that once you get concussed, you get future concussions come easier, you know? So the way I look at this, Masvidal do a lot of split. He's not a volume guy, right? I can see Kobe outstriking him, to be honest with you, you know? Yeah, he's a volume guy. He throws lots of volume, man. He kicks. I think he kicks really well, and I think wrestling. I think he's gonna wrestle him to death too. Yeah, you know? definitely has the advantage there, and he's he's more of a traditional boxer striker though than Masvidal. Masvidal's so that's why Masvidal could definitely catch him because he's so unorthodox with his striking. It comes from all different crazy angles, and and I don't know how that could go. I mean, obviously on paper, I think I think you got to give it to Covington, but. You know, it doesn't really matter. They both zero and five or zero and four against Kamara Usman. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, I think, I think he's one guy. Like, I think he's the greatest welterweight of all the time. You know, I love George St. Pierre. He's a great guy, but I think that the the strength of a schedule, the people who he beat. Yeah. George didn't even beat this kind of guy. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You know, they and I just Kamara Usman is just a, such a professional. And the scary thing about him, he's evolved. You yeah, know, no, he's, he's getting better every, every fight. Yeah, what what? He's so, a what's, very intelligent dude. Yeah, I know. Um, I spent some time with Kamar. He's a good, good person. Uh, good people. What what you have? What's next for him? You think? It's gonna be the English guy, Leon Edward. You know, Leon mm. Edward. He's on a nice fight winning streak. He deserves yeah. it. You know, you have to, you have to give it to him. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I think, but I think you know, Kamar beat him already, but I think this time is gonna be worse. I, I doubt it. It will last five rounds. You know, because Kamaru now, he trained with Trevor Whitman. Henry was good too. I'm not saying Henry is bad. He's evolving. He's adding little chink in his armor. You know, sometimes you you think you have power, but you never catch your power, right? And one time you start knocking people out. And this when you understand you have power. And I think right now, Kamaru is just very confident. 
Mm. You know? Yeah. And he know, you know, I think knocking people out is a feeling, right? It's like it's like a it's like a flow, right? And I think he got this flow. You know, you see him even second Kobe fight, he heard him. He heard him in the first fight. Knocked Masvidal out. It was Gilbert, you know. You know, it was a great jab. Gilbert hurt him also, but he's a very durable individual, you know. Yeah. No, it's gonna sure. be good. It's gonna be good. Yeah. I, I would like to see Kamaru go to 185 fight Israel Adesanya. I know they're friends, but listen, they're not his damn friends. It's not that they talk every day. Yeah. They're from the same region. Right. One live in America, one live in New Zealand. If it's right. enough money for both of them. I was gonna say, do you they're fucking pen pals, bro. They're you, pen pals. Do you think money, <laughs> enough money makes that fight happen? And what would it be a catch weight, I guess? The, no, it would be 185. 185. For the belt. Oh, right, right. Yeah, I want I want to see Kamaru to be a double. He is any if if Israel Adesanya moved up and he fought for light heavyweight, Kamaru accomplishes so much even more. Advanced yeah, I know he's only one. He Israel just is a phenomenal fighter. Yeah. I don't know if Adesanya wants to go fighter, up again. Great guy, but at the end of the day, fan want to see this fight, and I think the style of Kamaru possessed it will give Israel problems. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Especially you've seen a fight. I mean, I mean, Yan, but you know, Yan's a lot bigger, but still, right. I think Kamara will be able to utilize wrestling in that, in that fight. That will be interesting to see. Yeah, for sure. So, if anybody has the inside scoop on this, it would be you, Ali. Do you think Khabib is ever coming back? Or do you think he's done, done? Nah, he's done. Khabib now is a promoter, done, it's, done. It's, a, yeah. it's a coach, it's a friend, it's a brother. He's done, bro. You know, Khabib is one guy when he says he's going to do something. There's not enough money in the world can bring him back. Right. You know, you can offer Habib tomorrow hundred million dollars. He was gonna say no. Yeah. You can't bring. You can't bring him back. You might see him back in the grappling matches. You know, I would like him to see him. Yeah, that'd be smash cool. Tony Ferguson in a grappling match. <laughs> you know, cool. just just go ahead because he's the level man. This guy's grappling and I, I train with this guy's at Henzo and you know this this, the type of pressure this guy bring on top of you is nothing you never I never felt. I never felt, and I trained with some of the best guys in Bushar. You gotta wait till Roger gets on top of you. <laughs> <laughs> That's Frankie's favorite. <laughs> Should have seen what was going on here before you logged in. Yeah. <laughs> hey, um, I don't know why this just popped in my head, but uh, I saw an interview di- you did a while back, and I think it was during the whole Conor McGregor controversy, all that. But you thought you thought someone poisoned your food or something? Was it? <laughs> what was up with that? <laughs> Who poisoned your food, bro? No, I got, I got, and I, and I got sick, and I did an interview with TMZ, and I was it, and I, I went and got IVs and stuff like that, and I thought somebody poisoned my food. <laughs> do, you, do you still think that? It's possible. It's possible. <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> did your wife was where, looking where to pass on the insurance policy? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> huh? Where, where was this? Where was this? It was in New York. <laughs> oh shit, New York. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was Dennis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <You're... laughs> Dan, the only thing Dennis can do can tickle my feet. <laughs> you blow on your toes. <laughs> nah, nah. So, how is uh? I, I know Habib just started the Eagle FC. I had a, a few uh promote um shows in Miami, right? They had two shows in Miami so far. One show. One show. And how'd it go? To be honest with you, man, I'm going to break this to you. Here you go. Let's hear the numbers. Uh, uh, is, 
is I, I can't tell the number because I want Habib to announce it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost the same numbers the UFC and ESPN, no not shit. on ESPN Plus. No it's the shit. Same number, and and we have it in print by countries, and it was it was fifty percent America, twenty eight percent Canada, Russia, New Zealand, Australia. Wow, no Brazil, huh? It was, Brazil was there too. Yeah. And by the state, and we went by the state. It was California number one, Florida number two, New York number three. Wow. It was like, it was, it was some of the numbers I'm seeing and I'm getting every day uh, because the number, people still watching it. It keeps the number going, growing. Yeah. That's what I'm awesome. talking about is almost seven figure, almost seven wow. figure. Wow. And then how many shows is it going to do? I think we're gonna do eight eight shows more eight more shows this year in the US. In the US. And of and course he still have his work. Does he do other shows out of the country and Russia? Yeah, yeah. He had forty four shows before wow. uh, oh, forty three shows Russia. Oh, so he's, he's had forty three uh, already? Yes, forty three oh, shows wow. in Russia. Yes. That. That's and on pay per view, obviously. Uh, no, no, you can watch it. it. This one was on YouTube. Now we can watch it on flex.com. Mm -hmm. All the fight you can watch. It's an app. It's free. Uh, you can go there and download the app and watch it for free. Oh, for, now. <laughs> yeah, for now. For now. Yeah. 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 And what's the what's the goal yeah, of that? Uh, uh, what's the goal there? What's the goal for Habib and you guys at Eagle FC? Man, I think it's the goal. This is the platform will be like almost Netflix for sports. You know, we mm -hmm. want to put uh, wrestling, freestyle wrestling. We want to book boxing, maybe bare knuckles. Uh, you know, maybe some slap box, the slap thing. Mm, um, it's, mm. it's a lot of ideas. Just maybe like a. I see they got pillow fighting like on there. Like you see that? How crazy is that? Yahoo? That's an actual sport now. Pillow fighting? They actually have that as a sport now, believe it or not. Roger's not good at pillow fighting, but he's very good at <laughs> pillow biting. He's very good pillow so biting. So predictable. So predictable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you got uh Chemaev and Burns coming up. Obviously, both fighters are yours. Wait, are they, they're fighting? Yeah, right. That's been announced, hasn't it? Chemaev and Burns. Yeah. It's not it's not done yet. It's oh, it's not close. done. I uh, thought it was done. All right. Well, you're the man that we know. Yet. You think uh, if it gets done, um that may that puts you in a tough spot. Both of your no, both No, of, no, no, he he don't he you know, he's just Burns. Oh, yeah. I thought you were Chemaev too, I, no? I want you to represent Burns. Oh, no, no, okay. not anymore. Well, don't believe everything you read on the internet, then. You know, <laughs> no, I, I was, you know, I, I was representing him, but you know, some have the, the stuff happened with Khabib and him, and um, you know, I like the kid. He's a nice kid. You know, I, I'm cool with. It. I, I got no beef with him, but you know, certain things that about Khabib and and we always, I always preach about loyalty, this and loyalty sure. that, and um, and you know, he didn't make it right right away and. If I can be loyal to Frankie or Hensu or Khabib or some of these guys, and I always talk about loyalty, right? Mm. And I think some of the things talked about Khabib, it need to be addressed. And, you know, he addressed it three months later, but I still, when he come in, I negotiate his contract. I make sure he have a place to stay, whatever. And after that, I said, brother, you know, uh, it was a guy named Majdi who, who, who helped work with us too. Majdi is a good guy. He, he handled him now. And I have to step away, but you know, he's young. You know, he's young. When we're young, we see a lot of things we don't mean. We do a lot of things we don't mean. But at the end of the day, I think he's a good kid. He's a good guy. Yeah, and a good I fighter, wish him nothing sure. but the best. What did he say about Habib? Because I, I don't know. He just said, you know, it was, it was, it, you know, it, it was it was like, a, 
in an interview, someone someone hyped him up. It was kind of not his. I mean, it was. He, honestly, he shouldn't have said it. He shouldn't have said it. Someone was like, "Oh, what'd you do?" He's like, "Oh, I'd smash. Oh, I'd smash." He was trying try to act like he's he's the oh, man, and he God, you yeah. know he's better than Habib and stuff like that, which you just don't do, bro. Be paved the way for these guys. Honestly, man. I don't think he meant it, and I, I I'm not trying to find an excuse for him. But the only thing I want him to fix it. But you know, fighters ego get involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, certain it was a little political. Chechnya, Dagestan is always you know, and everybody starts comparing him to Khabib and. You know, sometimes, yeah, you, you believe in your own hype too much. You know, at the yeah. end of the day, you know, we, you know, but I, I, I listen, I wish him nothing but the best. He's, he's a good guy. And, you know, he's a great fighter too. You can't take this away from him. He might fight Gilbert Byrne, you know. Of course, I'm team girl. You know, I'm I'm, a te- I'm team Byrne. But I'm, I'm going to be very respectful. You know, yeah. Hasn't uh, Jemayev got everybody out of there in the first round? I think everybody, right? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. 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 No. That's crazy. That's I mean, he he's he is an amazing fighter, but I don't know that I would be, you know, putting myself on the level of Khabib. Khabib's he's he's been there a long time and he's fought the who's who. Jamayev is sort of still coming yeah, up. You I mean, know? you just got to give it time before right, you say right, something. Right, right. He might may very well be I, on I, that I, way. I, maybe. Listen, at the end of the day, you never know. But you know, Gilbert Burns is a, is a road test. You know. Yeah. Uh, and and we're gonna see what happens. This is why fighting is so amazing. Because right. we don't know what's happened. A one punch can change a fight. An elbow, a kick, something, an injury. Anything can happen in a fight. That's why yeah. fighting is an international license because it's a fight broke down. We're all going to watch. You understand? Mm-hmm. Certain countries, there's fighting. It's an international language. Baseball, yeah, fu- in Asian right. people doesn't know baseball. I think it's a fair statement. I think fighting is an art. Yeah. yeah. Everybody has fighting, fighting in them. If you go to yeah. a best... Let me tell you something. If you go to a basketball game and fight broke out, what are you gonna do? You're not gonna watch in a basketball game. You're gonna watch in a fight, right? Yeah. You know. Yeah. You know. Oh, yeah. If you go to a UFC fight and fight broke out, what are you gonna do? You're gonna watch in a fight. Yeah, yeah. Out, right? uh, it's, yeah. It's, it's it's crazy, it's cr- especially in New Jersey. Yeah, 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 for <laughs> sure. But that's, a, that's about it, man. You know, listen, I'm I'm grateful to work with these amazing guys, even the short period of time. I always comes out. I enjoyed it, you know. But at the end of the day, you know, I'm, I I uh, I know where I stand with everybody, and um, I don't play. I don't play. Sometime, Balal fighting Basanti. That's number one contender match, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, Gil, you know, I think I'm blessed. I'm the only manager in the business. I have Marlon fought Henry. I represented both guys. I kept it fair. I didn't go to the fight. Uh, Khabib fought Justin. I kept it fair. And that was hard because I'm so close to Khabib, but I kept it 100. Kamara fought Gilbert, kept it fair, didn't go to the fight. And I think to be in this position, to be in this position to kind of very much to, to know where I stand with my guys. And normally when managers have two guys fight each other for a title, he, one of them fire him, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, my guys trust me enough to know I'm going to be fair. So you 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 don't even go to the fight at all, or you just stay in the back, or you just don't even go. I don't, I don't go at all. Because I think that's wise. When, when when Gilbert when Gilbert when Kamara beat Gilbert, I was in Vegas. What I did, I went to Gilbert's room from my house, and I spent time with him. I saw Kamara later on in the night, almost the next day. I went, I because I, I know he lost. When you win, everybody want to be your friend, right. everyone hang out. But when you lose, 
is you become it's a lonely sport. Yeah. Your teammate, your coaches want to go eat and go to hang out. And you find yourself with your wife and your kids in the room. You know, mm-hmm. I'm sure it happened to Frankie before. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You know, but Frankie have a solid team. Mark, Ricardo, all these guys. Chris, Gregory. You cannot find a solid team more than Frankie had. 100%. Yeah, you know? I've been fortunate to have good people around me. You you included, sure. my man. You included, Ali. Frankie was your first, right, Ali? He was your first fighter? Am I wrong? It was, it was no, I, I worked with oh, like Gregor Grace. And, and, this, and this level, it was, yeah, it was Frankie. It was for sure. Yeah. Was, and this level, Frankie definitely put me on the map, for sure. What do you guys say to the haters, bro? I know you got some haters. Because no, no, because look, look, real quick, real quick. He got haters, but for, it's crazy the stuff they hate hate on you. It's because they're Connor fans, I think, mostly. But, like, I, they, I, I think what baffles them is that all your guys love you. Like, all your guys, like us, myself, we all talk good about you because you do a good job. You care about your guys. You fucking, you literally throw fists for your guys. You know, you're you're in it. You, you get he gets more mad at people for talking shit about me than I do. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right, and right. he's that way with all his guys. So well, give me something to these fucking haters, these clown ass motherfuckers. What do you guys say? You know what? Let me tell you, I used I used to I like first first time I started having haters when Frankie fought in Denver. Right. Some <laughs> clown walked and said something like it was talking to Frankie's father or something like that. And I clapped him. Right. And I, and then I come out, but before and then I come is like, go 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 go, you know. Then I said like, leave, you know. Then honestly, bro, then I get a lot of hate. He's a solid dude, man. He he really is. You know what I'm saying? He's a promoter. He have to do what I have to do. But he's always been solid to me. He don't respect nobody more than Frankie, man. Like when Frankie name come up, then has nothing but respect, you know. Um, and bro, this hate, I'll be honest with you, it, it, it was hate at me for a long time. Like these people, like say I'm a terrorist and this and this and this, and it bothered me. But this changed in the one day when I met President Trump, right? When I met President Trump, I was, uh, was Richard Grinnell, who's a friend of mine, who's the, you know, he's, he's the head of the intelligence of the United States at the time. Yeah. And uh, it was Dana White. And very much, hey, they said, Mr. President, would like, you know, to, to meet you. And I was like, you know, and I went first. I was Henry, Geishi, Kobe, Covington, all these guys. And I went there. And I, the president. And I, then I said, you know, you know, and Richard Grinnell then said, come meet me, the Mr. President. You know, got the CIA there. Everybody's looking. Like, don't do serious, right? And I know, like, I put my hand in front, you know. And I walked there. And then I said, this is Ali Abdelaziz. He's one of the most successful men. And uh, President Trump said, I know, I know. And he started talking about me. And Justin Gage was here. He said, you banished Khabib? Huh? I said, yeah. I said, oh, he's tough. Uh, he's fighting, and he know he's fighting Justin Gage. And uh, Dana said, oh, he represents both guys. He's like, oh, you doubled it. <laughs> <laughs> and I, saw, I, said, I said, it wasn't like that. Just, and, um, and Justin Gage walked in, and he said, oh, you're fighting the Russian. Huh? He's tough. He is so tough. You know, you know how we talk? Yeah, yeah. We talked a little bit. We met him, you know, like this guy Kobe Covington come with his, he's the only guy start filming and stuff when we take him photo and, and, you know, whatever. And after that, we went and sat down. And, um, and I, I didn't expect nothing. They sat us in the front row, me, Henry, 
Kobe, and Henry, when, uh, when we went there, Henry said, uh, Dana said, do not do nothing to Kobe today. And I said, you got it. You know, he said, <laughs> not today. Not you fucking secret <laughs> services shoot your ass. I swear. I swear. And I said, you know, I'm not going to do nothing to this guy, you know, whatever, you know. After that was said, and after that, uh, President Trump gave me a shout out. Remember that? Yeah, when I do. he said, I you do. know, give me a shout out on this. And, and I was like, <laughs> and, I was like <laughs> and since since this day, this hater me, whatever they say, don't matter. My computer about to die, <laughs> but uh, I'm gonna get a charger though. Um, whatever they say doesn't really matter because yes, you know why? All right, let's go. Let's do this. All right, all right. So yeah, we could we could. Now out. I'm on my phone. I'm good. We can go on. Now you're good. Now you're good. <laughs> All right, so back we were talking about the fuck. What were we talking about? Trump. 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 Like you know, we was talking about you know all this haters. haters was talking about this mm -hmm. year. You know, when I really met President Trump, when when he started, you know, when he mentioned my name on television, and I, something clicked in my mind. I said, you know what? My kids gonna grow up, and they're gonna hear the President of the United States thanking me, right? And I was always worried about these people writing them fake articles and talking about me. And for me, I won, right? I won. And two weeks later, I met him again in Atlanta and he gave me a shout out again. It was two times and I actually sat down with him for 10 minutes and I spoke with him, right? And that's why these haters, all this doesn't bother me anymore. It used to really eat at me really bad. But now I felt like I won. I'm living the American dream. And what else I can eat in life? You know, I'm healthy. My kids are healthy. I'm, I'm comfortable. And that's about it. You know, all this matters, man. Do not, they do not bother me anymore. That's good, man. It's good to hear. Hey, good man. To hear. You got any exclusive news you could fucking dish out, buddy? <laughs> like what? Like what? Or how about, how about this? Frankie going to fight Logan Paul anytime soon? <laughs> no. Well, Frankie will kill Logan Paul. It, be, it, be, it should be illegal. It should be. You know, should, it should be illegal. Um, now, uh, uh, no, any any fights uh, coming 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 up that you can share with us? I, I think you know. I think Gilbert Byrne and, and comes up. They were going to be April 9th. Yeah. You know, the, I think it's going to be in Jacksonville, Florida. Mm. Uh, and I think um, we try to make this fight now instead of three round, five round. You know. But they have two title fights. We don't know how this is going to play out, but Gilbert already started training camp. And I think uh, it's going to be good. I know Kamar Usman will probably going to fight Leon Edward June, July. You know, I love how he's so active. I love how active he is. Yeah, he's, you know, and the, re you know, the reason he wanted to fight, but he, he hurt his hand a little bit the last fight. I'm going to tell you something, man. This do every fight. It's, it remind me of Frankie. He taken Abadoro, taking cortisone shot in his necks, his legs, his knees, and he still go out there and put on a, on a great performance. I'll tell you a story. When he fought Tarun Woodley, this dude met me in New York for a media day, right? He have a boot on. And I was like, what happened? I said, I broke my foot. And I was like, I'm cool. And then he's like, no, no, I'm good. I'm good. And he did his own media day, everything. Went, take a cortisone shot in Vegas and fought Tarun Woodley, whooped his ass for five rounds. Um, and, and, and that's it, you know, and one of the things too, uh, he's just a different kind of individual. Um, it, it's, a it, it's, it's great, man. He's, he's a different kind of guy. I think Eagle FC is going to have Eagle FC boxing. I, yeah. I, 
We mm. talked about it. And I think in his boxing now, just knew, you know, some some UFC fighters retired or Bellator or one FC, you know, they want to get in the boxing business. I think people interested into that, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Boxer versus yeah. MMA guy, you're saying, type stuff. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, and I think, I think this is something we can promote. Yeah. And I'll, yo, I'm going to be yo. a promoter of it. Yo, I'll promote something. I'll yeah, promote you game. boxing somebody. <laughs> Let's promote you boxing someone, but they will that will fucking sell. Yeah, well. Let's do that. One of your haters. People, people say I can't fight. That's, yeah. that's exactly it, bro. They can fucking they can pay to view it, the view. You know what I mean? Pay per view, baby. Yeah, let's get it. Hey, you be my promoter. You be my manager. You can negotiate my deal. That's it. I definitely I can. One thing I can, I see this Bell and Dennis boxing shit. I definitely can box way. Boxes is up. Him. Huh? He's only got one professional MMA Frank, fight, right? Frankie, me and you spar together. Me, if I, who's boxing better, me or this clown? Oh, I'm gonna give it to you, but that's not it's a very like, high ceiling. It's not a very high ceiling. Not, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I used to spar with Frankie many, many rounds, and then yeah, oh, yeah. I used to have fun, man. We used to have fun, a lot of fun grappling. And, oh yeah, know, I've been grappling I love in a minute. I, it's been a minute. The last seven months, I haven't did nothing sparring or nothing no. because my back. But I can't wait to get better. You feeling better? Honestly, you feeling better? Yeah, a little bit. I find peace when I put on these gloves or grapple. Or I just find guy. peace with, with these guys, man. It's just uh, this gotcha. is my 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 drug, my drugs. That's this know? guy, man. No matter how injured he is or how how you know short a time he's had after a surgery, he goes right back after it, man. I feel like he never gives his body a break, but he says it's it's what makes him feel better. It's his yeah. drug, so you rest, yeah, you sure, rust. Man. I think if Frankie doesn't have fight, he'd be one of You'll be like one of the number one gangs in New Jersey because yeah, yeah for sure, for sure. Towards, towards motherfuckers, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Hey, remember, <laughs> remember, uh, we was it was Ronda Rousey fighting, and uh, Ronda Rousey fighting, and uh, in in LA, and it was me and Frankie sitting down, and some dude comes start talking shit. It was right in the press conference. Remember yeah, this, Frankie? Yeah. Yeah, we were having we were having one of those big you press conferences. The story, man. You told the story. Quarterly press conferences, and we're in the back. All the fighters in the back, that, like all the main events. So it's all the main event fighters: John Jones, fucking Loda Machida, Weidman, Uriah, Weidman, myself, a bunch, a bunch of main event fighters. Uh, Uriah, everybody. And uh, we're sitting down in folding chairs. And John Jones, you'll say John Jones comes over. And starts talking to Ali about this guy that Ali had an altercation with. He's like, "Oh, I want to see round it was two. His manager, see- it was his manager at the time. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, right, it was his manager. It was John Jones' manager at the time. Melky, Melka, Melka. Yeah, that Ali had an altercation with him before in the past. Yeah, yeah. That he spoke about actually in Denver, or whatever. Anyway, and then John Jones kind of antagonized the situation, uh, saying, "Oh, I want to see round two. What's wrong to and, and fucking Malky's talking stuff like well, and me at the school. I was like, I was like, motherfucker, you know what's gonna happen. <laughs> and and dude, this guy starts talking junk. Ali gets up, picks a chair up, tries hitting the dude with the chair, tries fucking hitting him. Forrest Griffin comes, he fucking grins in between, has picks Ollie up. Ollie's sitting there trying to fucking get his hands and fucking to fucking throw fucking Forrest. It was a, so funny, bro. So funny. He beat up Malky not once, but twice. <laughs> you got more street fights than Masvidal, man. <laughs> uh, I, I, listen, man, I honestly, at the time, me and this dude was cool. You know what I'm saying? 
and somehow become enemies. I'm not enemies with nobody, bro. And after that, me and his brother got into it at PFL. Didn't really get into it. And after that, the motherfucker was talking all this shit, and he called the cops on me, and I had to go to court to spend $25,000. Um, oh, these people cops. Come on. He called the cops on me. And the, How do you fight in those custom suits, bro? You got the best suits in the game. How do you fight in those things? It was. And it where was, do you get them? Fun. I want to know because I want one. You can't um, afford it, right? I <laughs> <laughs> can't afford it. Probably not. No, right. it's, when this shit, when the when the situation with his brother happened, the police was right there, and I'm so I'm stupid enough, I didn't really care because he was talking crazy, you know. And fucking the police said, "Listen, I know who you are." You know, we're supposed to take you to jail, but we're just gonna give you a ticket, but you're gonna have to go to court. And I said, fuck. The police gave me a shot. And after that, these dudes was calling me names on Twitter and this, this, this. And I was like, why we have to be like that? Why we have to be enemies? But, uh, but you know, it is what it is, man. I, I have no enemies, you know? I have no enemies, but if people, uh, I, I'm one of the things that make me so happy like, for example, just Santiago Alves, right? Santiago Alves is a legend, right? And he called me from nowhere. I think got my number from Dan Lambert or something. And he said, man, he's was, he was, he was very amazed. Um, and he was managed by these guys, Malky and these guys, right? And he said, I'm very amazed. Every fighter I meet, your fighter, they speak very good about you. you know? And I never hear this about other managers. And there's a lot of great managers, believe me. I mean, it's not, there's a lot of great managers out there, right? And I was like, man, at the end of the day, I don't work with people I don't like, right? And um, and uh, it, it was, that make me feel good, right? People talk on Twitter and Instagram and all this bullshit. It doesn't hurt me. It hurt me was a guy I don't know from anywhere. He gave me this kind of love because he hurt it, right? And it just make me want to get on, you know, shine his shoes, you know, just, I want to just do so much for him because he make me feel good, right? And that, that's about it, man, you know? And um, I'm blessed, you know? I, I never thought I'll live this long. I never thought I'll make this much money. I never have, I thought I'll have this beautiful family, you know? But at the end of the day, I understand. You can have everything, but you can lose everything too. Correct. And the way not to lose everything, to stay loyal, humble yourself, and check yourself and stop that's slapping it. people. <laughs> I'm done. No, I think that people, that's man. that's part of the that's part of the yep. uh, the mystique or the intrigue, isn't right. it? No, it I'm, is. I'm, it's I'm, part. It is it absolutely. Is. Like fuck. You know what? You know what? When I did when I did that, I was sitting with Mike Tyson, and I and I I told Mike Tyson, "Hey, Mike, I'll come back." And I went. I did what I did, and after that, the police let me go. Whatever, and I saw Mike. And Mike said, "Ali, man." You can't do these kind of things, man. You know, and I was like, and I was like, I was stop like, it, man, stop it. I was like, how the fuck Mike Tyson give me advice not to touch <laughs> yeah. somebody? And I know it was, I'm fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Man, just bit him his ear. He said, man, they want everything you got. You can't let him get into you like this. That's and it. I was like, and I, I used to listen to him. And I love Mike, you know, we become friends and uh, he's a good dude, man. Like he's one of the nicest guys you can ever meet. Really turned his life around. He's really doing yeah, well for himself now, man. Yeah, but I, I, he flipped, man. He can flip though. One time I flipped, flipped on Henry. I thought he's gonna kill Henry, but he. he on Cejudo? Really? Yeah. Like, I, we need to hear that story, wow. man. Let me hear that story. On a podcast? 
no, no, I think Henry, like, Henry loves him. Mike mm-hmm. loves him. Mm-hmm. But I think Henry is like, we can, we have to be like fanboys around him a little bit. You have to check this, right? And, um, and Henry, I think was, Mike was, maybe he was on that mushroom or something. And Henry kept pushing. And he said, hey, motherfucker. Like, and Henry's like, fuck. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> Henry's a great dude, man. He's a great dude, you know? Um, and, uh, you know, it's a, uh, it's it's uh, you know I met so many people I used to watch on TV and I was like fuck you know I met the president of the United States that's it's amazing crazy. Bro. it's yeah. it's crazy bro and I'm gonna tell you something man America need him back mm. America need amen him back. to that it sounds like that experience really changed your life a little bit you know it really really gave you a, a different perspective on uh, on your future you know which is which is, that- is pretty telling about how how powerful that man's words are you know. Nah, for sure, man. It's it's, it's, it's it, honestly, I didn't care about power or stuff like that. I'm talking about acknowledgement, right? Yeah. Someone like that would acknowledge me. And um, that's a cool story. After we did that, Dana said we have to go in front of media. It's a panel. It was Dana White, Henry Saludo, Justin Gashimi, and Kobe Covington. And they all went in front of me. And it was a seat in front on the right side of Dana. And the left side of the day. And I and I was the last to go on the stage. People ask us questions about you know Trump, whatever. And um, and I, I thought I'm gonna go sit on the other side because I don't want to sit next to this motherfucker, Kobe, right? And Dana looked at me and he's like, sit here. And I and I sat next to Kobe for like 20 minutes, and he did not get answered one question. It was me and Henry, and then I got asked question, and I can see his face look so mad. The media didn't ask him questions. They asked him questions about politics, right? About like Israel, Palestine, stuff like that. And when 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 we got up, I gave him a little fucking nub, a nub to play. <laughs> a little fucking nub. And he looked at me like, and I, and I looked at him and I smiled. <laughs> what questions did you get asked? They asked me, "What do you think about the Palestinian and uh, you know Israel conflict?" You mm. know, they asked Henry about Mexican American. They asked Dan about businesses, you know, it was, it was, it was strategic, you know, and I felt like, you know what, motherfucker, I'm more important to you, to this country than you. And you're talking all this shit. Two weeks later, this dude got on some podcast and he said, I need to be deported. I'm a piece of shit and I'm a terrorist. And I was like, how are you going to say that? <laughs> and even you I was talking to now, he said, he's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Honestly, I think we all love President Trump, I think he's using President Trump for a prop, like like the hat and all this kind of stuff. I don't think this dude cares. I think mm. he's just using President Trump. Yeah, that's what I. Think. Well, he's a gimmick. He's definitely a gimmick guy. That's for sure. Uh, yeah, and can can anybody keep that energy up all the time? Like, I mean, that's easy to do when you're on camera and stuff. But if you're if you act that way in everyday life, it's almost like it's, a fucking. It's just this, tool. Well, it's just, you know, it's it's Bro, not viable, remember, man. There's no way you can act like that every day. Remember, Kamara said, "What are you gonna do now?" Yeah. He didn't say nothing, bro. Yeah. You know, Kamara's a nice guy, but he he's he's very gangster. Like when However, it comes down to it, Kamara do not care. Right. However you feel about Colby, you, you got to give it to the guy in the ring. Oh, you yeah. can he, fight his ass off, fight. man. Definitely. I mean, both fights with Kamara were just fucking stellar fights, but um, he, he can, can fight, fight his ass off. I cannot take this away from him. That's the only one thing this motherfucker can do in his life. Mm-hmm. Fight and talk shit. Yeah. Mm. 
Ain't that good at talking shit though. Yeah, his shit talking leaves a little to be desired. But he's it's not the type of dude I'm gonna hang out with. I'm, I'm, nah. I probably if I see him and look at me the wrong way. I'm, I'm gonna throw some at him. To be honest, <laughs> I don't like because he keeps talking shit. Two piece of coke. Huh? A two piece and a coke. I I think I think he I think he he's so uncomfortable with himself, and I think like all this gimmick with the women. I don't think he likes women. I I don't, I'm, I truly believe this man do not like women. Women? No. Hell. What Covington? Do you think he's he likes guys? If that's what he like, I don't judge. Yeah, I think hey, he's hey, gay. Hey. Yeah. yeah, I hey. think he's gay. Yeah. I mean, I don't judge. I don't judge. <laughs> I have... Look here. Look here. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Listen, <laughs> he's just uh, I, you know, he's a, he's the he's the he's the toughest gayest motherfucker on this planet. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Sure. Yes, so he would, if, if he if he didn't but, want you getting that if he didn't want you getting that that ass boy. I'm sure I'm time. sure he's gonna be happy you said that. <laughs> I don't care what he think what I said, but you know this is my opinion. I live yeah. in the United States of America. I'm free. That's it. That's right, baby. Free. Still have the First Amendment. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I'm more American than ninety percent this motherfucker live in this country. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, you're an American dream, bro. Are you kidding? Right. 100%. Because yeah, I'm in the capitalism people, dream, the capitalistic people, dream. I think people don't appreciate this country as much as they should. You know what I'm saying? Totally. Could not agree I with that expect, more. Especially coming from someone that came from a different country, like you appreciate that much more. I Brother, I used to sleep. I used to walk to training four miles a day. I used to sleep sometimes because I, I didn't have dinner. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I didn't have clean water. You know? And I, I I'm, it's not like, oh, I come from a bad place. I come from a very good family, very respectful, good morals. But I was very poor. But that didn't make me I should be ghetto, right? You know, I was a really good kid, believe it or not, I was young. I was a little bit crazy, you know, but I always at home, I cleaned, I, I, I listened, I did everything, right? But, you know, America is God's land and people should be love this country as their, as their kids, you know? This is what they should love America is like their own kids. And if people love this country as much as America love them, this place would be different. Amen to that, brother. Amen to that. Hell yeah, man. You should, it'd be too bad if I you think, weren't born here, you could run for office. But I think, well, you, you, I don't you, know about all that. you know, some of your perspective comes from, you've lived two different places. You've lived two different worlds, two different lifestyles, if you will. And so many people here have never, ever gone anywhere else. have never experienced another culture and they think it sucks here. You should go somewhere else and live for a little bit. You know what I mean? I've been to, I've been to some crazy place in this world. Like you know, I have a completely I lived like three, four different life in this life. You know, and a, two different personality, three different personality. I went through a lot, but when I'm home, when I'm on American land, I can breathe and I feel safe. I feel comfortable. All this trash talking, Kobe's and like all this gangster shit. These people will not last two minutes somewhere else. Yeah, you know, they you be somebody's girlfriends right. in thirty seconds. You know. <laughs> And, and they they have to act like they like it, you know? But at the end of the day, this is why this country is so beautiful, because you can say whatever you want, you can believe in any God you want, you can eat whatever you want, and you can't yeah. pay for it. Yeah. That's okay, it. USA, I'm all about this place. Yeah. For sure. Bloodsport, okay, USA. Okay, USA. And I want to give, I wanna, I wanna give a shout-out to Frankie, father, mother, and his family, they always, Mr. Anis and Frankie's mother, they've been so great to me. They treat me like a son. And, um, and I, you know, they always give me shit, but I love them. 
And I want to thank you. I want to thank Renee, his children. Um, they, they just make me feel, when everybody makes me feel on outside, these people make me feel on inside. And this is a real American family. Amen to that. Thank you, I appreciate it. Hundred percent. Yeah. Definitely, family. Thank, thank you for, thank you for coming on too. You, uh, you need, this needs to be like your source where you drop all your, all your exclusive shit right here. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm down. I'm down. I will start giving you release news to you. We can deal with is Tom Brady retiring. Is Tom Brady retiring now? <laughs> you can ask Sean Shelby like that. It's his cousin. Yeah, <laughs> it is. You know that Sean Shelby's yeah. the matchmaker at UFC. He's Tom Brady's cousin. Oh, I didn't know he that. His cousin. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. But you know, Sean got I heard, short I heard his too. kid put that on and he made him take it down. I don't know if that's true or not. What? I heard his kid posted it. Uh, I don't Tom know. Brady's retiring. He just officially retired today, though. Yeah, I know. So yeah, it didn't make yeah. sense. Well, that was yeah. a few days ago, but I'm sure it was a rumor. Yeah, he, he he's he's a, he's the goat for sure. He definitely yeah, is the yeah, goat. Yeah, no probably. question about it. Who's your team now? Who's your team? You like football? In Vegas now, it's always been the Denver Broncos, but I kind of mm. like, you know, I don't really have a team, man. I, I tune in in the playoffs, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, Who's going to win the Super Bowl? Bengals are in it for the first time in how many years? It's been, I don't even know well, how many Bengals years. Bowl, it's, it's crazy. How they, wow. You got to give it to the Rams, you know? Yeah. Give it to the Rams. But I think in the bank, honestly, it's 50-50. 50-50. Yeah. 50-50. But I'm a bad Dana White. And I'm gonna make him. He pay me every year. He lose to me every year. About yeah. What do you bet? Yeah. What? 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 What are you taking? What's he taking? You know. A little bit. He he always take what I he doesn't like. I take. And every year I beat him. <laughs> he he been paying me for the last four years a good Damn. amount of money. Yeah. Speaking of sports, I see you were chirping at uh, Nugano about uh, Cameroon and Egypt and uh, football or soccer as we call it over here, but. Is he playing Cameroon for the semifinal? Of it's the, on the fourth, right? Playing on Thursday, I think. Of what? What is it, like the Africa Africa Cup? African Cup, yeah. yeah. African Cup, yeah. Did, did Nagano take you up on it? You got a you got a wager going uh, with him or no? Friends don't spend no money. No. Yeah. <laughs> but, they, but, he, he, but you should be honestly. I like guys. When they fight. They should save their money for sure. Right. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Don't get mad, guys. <laughs> Yo, Ali, I love you, brother. Thank you yeah, for man. coming I love you on. Too, guys. Thank you so much. It was an honor. I'm, I've been looking forward to this, and I cannot wait to do it in person. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yes. Next please, time you're out here, brother. And you're going to have right. clear, no headphone problems. No, your, your phone uh, worked. Your phone yeah, worked yeah, beautiful, yeah, yeah. bro. Oh, so it was definitely oh, yeah. a problem with your laptop. So give that thing Dominance. to your kids and go buy yourself a new one. Come on, Dominance. Thank you. Dominance. Thank you. Put, on, <laughs> put on the expense for Dominance. <laughs> that was for Deuce's laptop. It wasn't my laptop. Uh, well, tell him to get a new one. Anyway, okay, Ali, we appreciate it. you, man. Thank you so brother. much. Send my love to the fam. You got it, brother. Thank Later, you. Hey, bro. Bye. That was good stuff.